Lee John Phillips is in the building. Say hello, Lee. Hello, Lee. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't believe it. I've been waiting for weeks to get you in here. Right, so tonight, what we're going to do, Lee is a fantastic, fantastic guy, first of all. He's an illustrator, a maker, shed project extraordinaire. We're going to be talking to him tonight about his favourite songs currently on Earth. We are also have got a very, very, very extensive What's On Guide for the Arts in Pembrokeshire. It's going to be good. Stick with us, we've got a bit of Tribe Called Quest, and then Lee and I are going to chat all things Shed Project. like a tribe does before this did you really know what live was comprehend to the track force why cuz getting mentions on the tip of the vibe buzz rock and roll to the beat of the funk fuzz wipe your feet really good on the rhythm rug if you feel the urge to freak do the jitterbug come and spread your arms if you really need a hug afrocentric living is a big shrug a life filled with that's what i love a lower plateau is what we're above if you diss us, we won't even think of We'll nip the dog and give a big shove This rhythm really fits like a snug glove Like a box of positives, it's a plus love As the tribe flies high like a dove Yeah. 
Pure West Radio. Yeah, can someone mention you are all alone? I could feel the trouble coursing through your veins. Now I know it's got a hold. Just a phone call left unanswered had me sparking now. These cigarettes won't stop me wondering where you are. Don't let go. Keep a hold. If you look into the distance, there's a house upon the hill Guiding like a lighthouse, it's a place where you'll be safe to feel like grace Cause we've all made mistakes, if you've lost your way yeah, I will leave the light on What's been on your mind? Lately you've been searching for a darker place to hide That's alright But if you carry on abusing you'll be robbed from us I refuse to lose another friend to drugs Just come home Don't let go if you look into the distance, there's a house upon the hill Guiding like a lighthouse, it's a place where you'll be safe to feel our grace Cause we've all made mistakes, if you've lost your way Tom Walker there. I absolutely love that song. What say you, Lee? Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> not my cup of tea, but... Not, not your favourite? No. No. That's why it's not on my list. No, not on your list. <laughs> not on the musical menu. No. No. Right, so in, I'm going to introduce you to everyone, because obviously I know you, but not everyone does. Mr Lee John Phillips, illustrator, maker, shed project extraordinaire, all-round nice guy. The think the thing people might know you for is... Probably the shed project, would you say? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Um, I tried to become a freelance illustrator twice before, and did a really really bad job. A really <laughs> bad job. It was embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing. It didn't have website. Didn't have social media. No. No, it was dreadful. Yeah. So I ended up teaching for far longer than I really should have done. <laughs> um, but yeah, since since the shed stuff came on the scene about um, 
my God, we're talking about f- five years ago now. Yeah, it's got to be, isn't it? Yeah, five years ago. Wow. Um, yeah, people have kind of liked it, and I've got jobs on the back of it, and I'm now the shed guy. The shed so guy. Mm. Yeah, kind of get a little bit tedious because I do other things as well. But yeah, you know, if that's what people are, you know, kind of recognising my work for, then that's I can't complain. Mm. But you're underselling it though, because for for me, and I think a lot, a lot of people who've seen the project, it's genuinely mind-blowingly impressive and you're so talented but you always play it down so just for people who haven't seen the project give us a little rundown of what you're actually doing and how it started well i'm currently in the middle of drawing everything in my late grandfather's tool shed um and it started in in 2013 i was doing a uh, did a drawing a day in the same sketchbook for the whole year so i started in january the first uh, in, in France, I think it was, and then so it was a drawing every single day in the same sketchbook. Um, around, oh no, actually, quite quite early on, I I developed um, quite an unhealthy fetish for for scissors, <laughs> and, and but but I, you know, from doing like talks and workshops, I realised I'm not on my own there. Lots of people really love scissors. Yeah, that's is, really niche. Yes, it's super niche. But <laughs> yeah, so people, so I, I was the scissors guy for a, a short period of time, and people were lending me their beautiful scissors to draw and. It was really difficult to give them back. It was antique scissors, oh, and wow. scissors that were really important to people's families, and all, all that kind of lovely stuff. Yeah. And then the scissors developed to pretty much anything that had a fulcrum. Mm. Um, and then I started drawing tools in the September time with my sixth form students, because um, it's just a really good drawing exercise. Yeah. Um, yeah, and if you if you make a mistake, it's glaringly obvious that yes. that you haven't done it properly. <laughs> Um, so I, I thought I had um, a, a really lovely resource with my late grandfather's shed. So I was in 2014, I was going to do a drawing a day again, but each entry per day was going to be one object from my grandfather's shed. Yeah. But it only really lasted, um, it didn't last a fortnight because it was uh, that in that particular format. It was a small sketchbook and, you know, the shed is kind of 90 miles away from where... I was working, so I had to kind of uh, just just change my approach, really. Yeah. And then how did it develop from there, from your granddad's shed? I mean, obviously, your grandfather's passed away, and I know your nan is particularly... Um, I don't know what the right word is. Protect, protective. Protective, protective yeah, should we say, yes. ...of the shed. So it's a really beautiful testament to your late grandfather, but also a bit of a logistical nightmare, I heard? Yeah, um, quite. So, <laughs> so we've we've really got to kind of um, keep Myrtle sweet, really. So it's, <laughs> she's, yeah, so she's, she's the shed guardian. And um, so we've come up with some quite kind of elaborate ways of, of getting the, the material out of the shed. So like my, my parents live a few doors down. So my mum will give a ring or tell it, uh, going invited down for a cup of tea, so I kind of hover by the by the back doors of my mum's house, and they've got this little kind of chime thing that goes off when somebody comes in from the front door. <laughs> Ding dong. Yeah, so I I leg it then out the back, run up the back lane, uh, go into the shed, get the items I need or replace things I've already drawn. Yeah. And then my 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 dad runs communications then, so he'll, <laughs> he'll give me a a, a, little, a little ring and say, "Quick, she's on her way." Secret nods. Um, yeah, and then. Uh, <laughs> but at one point, my my late great uncle used to live next door. Yeah. And 
I'd quite often kind of lift the things out of the shed and then just place them over the garden wall. <laughs> and uh, on on a number of occasions, I'd I'd kind of snipe up the like some kind of SAS um, specialist to try and retrieve <laughs> these things without Myrtle seeing me and uh, and asking uncomfortable questions. Yeah, so, and obviously so, Myrtle must know. Uh, she does. Uh, well, no, she doesn't really have her. The, uh, her short-term memory is uh, is isn't. Yes, yeah, not yeah. that good. So. Um, Beneficial and, for the project. Y- yes, it is, and but it, it does get quite quite tricky sometimes when, especially for the kind of photographers or TV crews. I've even hosted a school trip. What? In yeah, I've hosted, in the shed. In the shed, it was absolutely <laughs> bizarre. Um, so I, th- I think we actually had to. Um, I think my uncle took Myrtle out for some fish and chips that day because there was no, there's no way we'd smuggle thirty kids, thirty, in a, thirty kids in and out the shed without knowing. So it was bizarre. They I all, can't believe it. They all kind of, they all stood in my in in my the grand's backyard, and I was standing by the door letting three in at a time. <laughs> it was, it was fun, it was fantastic. And then they went, they would turn around to me going, uh, "So is it okay to take photos?" Oh, that's so Can, respectful. Yeah, they, I was going to ask were, how they well behaved. Oh my god, they're absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and I thought they'd be bored to tears just mm. standing in a. In a shed. That's, yeah, but that's know, testament to the project, Lee. Yeah, touches but yeah, every, yeah. Like, every person I've ever spoken to about it, every person I've ever seen, look at it. It touches everyone on a fundamental level. You know, this concept of like documenting things that have gone. Yeah, know, and it's the nostalgia of you know, yeah. the old post post war make do and mend ethos. Yeah, and, yeah, definitely. And all those things. So, how do you not draw the same thing twice? You must have a, a system, a method. Yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got quite a few systems. Um, so, I had to kind of early days. I had to work out what it is I was doing to start off with. So, I, I, I made myself some rules. Yeah. So, my first rule is if it doesn't crumble when I pick it up and I rub it in my hands, then it constitutes an item and I have to draw it. Fair. So, yeah, because there's sort of there are things in the shed like bits of clumps of rust and grease and oil and dead insects so <laughs> I have to say what constitutes a, an, an object yeah then number two if the project if project if the packet or the container has already been opened by my grandfather then I empty all the contents I draw them individually put them back in the container and then yeah. I draw the container full oh gosh. then number three if the don't worry there's only four. Oh, there's only four yeah, there's only four don't worry <laughs> Um, if, if the container hasn't been opened by my grandfather, because there were quite a few things that he bought but never got around to use in an opening. Yeah. So I'll leave them as and draw them as found. Yes. And then the last important one is if there are multiples of the same thing, I have to draw them all. Really? So there's been, I think, to date there's been one jam jar that's had 456 nails in it. Oh, which, my Yeah, and one goodness. screw. What? One screw. A, a it's almost screw. like your grandfather was so testing was, you. He's like, yeah. if he doesn't draw them all, he won't see the screw and no. everyone will know. I believe really not. Everyone yeah, will absolutely. know. Thank you, so, Handel. So then with, with, with regards to kind of not uh, duplicating or drawing the same thing twice, if, for example, like the um, that jar of nails, with, if there are multiples, serious multiples of the same thing, yeah. um, I'll take them out, put them in, in groups of 10, uh, in a row of 10, and then every time I've drawn one, I sort of make a, a, a new row below. And then if there's an issue and I, you know, I, I kind of get sidetracked, I can kind of look at how many things I've drawn on that page on that day. And then I can refer back to how many I've got in my particular rows. 
it's just massively it's, geeky no it's but, in a way it's just it's so interesting it's almost like sublime like the, it's the just the sheer vastness of the task it's almost like you're running an iron man but for the rest of your life like the dedication is what impresses me the most i mean your your skills as an illustrator are very impressive but it's the dedication and how how do you how do you not give up well, I, I do. I do so many kind of other other jobs, and uh, I have lots of other hats, and mm. I I really enjoy when I do get that time to do the shed project. So yeah. when I am sitting in front of all those nuts and bolts, I'm really excited to be doing that again. Yeah. So uh, at the moment, I'm chomping at the bit. I can't do enough of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know there's there's a there's a huge volume. Um, I've drawn I think seven thousand three hundred and twenty items or objects that's um, that blows my mind to be honest that's incredible yeah but i reckon as an estimate i think it's between five and seven percent of of the total because there's sorry what now yeah five and seven five, between five and seven of the whole of, amount of the whole thing and how long do you think it'll take you and, <laughs> yeah initially initially <laughs> um there's a there's a little there's a little note that's that somebody pointed out in one of my sketchbooks that said um I was in the shed today. I was get, I was getting some old kind of camping stuff from from uni days, and I was like, oh, you know, it'd be great to do a, a tool series, and it'll take me weeks to draw everything in here. And then weeks, weeks. yeah, yeah, weeks became weeks. became years. I initially had a, I think a three year time frame. Then that moved to five, then seven. Yeah. Then I had to move the entire contents of the shed. I made a a scale model to. In, in a in a heritage centre in a in a my first exhibition back in the Romney Valley, New Trigger. Yeah. Um, so I made a timber frame, one to one scale model of the shed, mm. and then me and my family moved everything. Oh my um, lord! Which was quite stressful. I can uh, imagine. Uh, yeah. And how did Myrtle feel about that? <sighs> not, fan- <laughs> not fantastic. Not fantastic. No. But um, worth but, it though. Yeah, it was. It was inc- it was incredible. I might, mm. yeah, it was sort of my. And, and also the, the Heritage Centre was on the pit head that my grandfather used to work in oh. at the end of the street where he was born and where he lived. No, so it was just... Yeah, it was, it was lovely. So all his, yeah. all, all his tombs, tools were going home. So that was, uh, that was quite delightful. Yeah, that is quite delightful. delightful. Yeah. yeah. So I thought we could listen to a little bit of Audio Slave next, Lee. How do you feel oh, about that? Yeah. Massive fan of Audio Slave. Excellent. Seeing them live in Cardiff. Have you? Yep, oh, I have tell indeed. Tell me all about it. And then after that, we thought we could maybe chat about what else you do. Yes. Fabulous. It's, there are many, many things. This is Pure West Radio for Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire.
John Kennedy there with Tonto Rides Again. What did you think of that one, Lee? Oh, I like that one, yeah. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah. That's one of my favourites. Right, so where we left off, um, we were talking about the Shred Project, weren't we? Now, when we were off here, you were telling me about some crazy recognition you've had for the project. Do you want to tell everyone? Yes, it's, it's, yeah, quite bizarre. It was, I think it was maybe summer three years ago. I had, um, we, were in, we were in France with very limited kind of spotty Wi-Fi. And... <laughs> um, you know, I I kind of get messages through sporadically, and I had a, I had a message from a um, a friend from Cardiff who's who's a designer. Yeah. And um, she just sent me a, it. It almost came across as a kind of a panic message, <laughs> going, "Oh my God, who have you got doing your your PR?" Right. Um, and I was like, "Well, I just use Instagram. I got I can't afford to employ anybody." I... Insta baby. Yeah. She's so so she's like, "Well, you've you've just been on." Um, all 10 of the top 10 design blogs on the planet. 
What? what? Uh, yeah, and, and 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 my response was, "What's a design blog?" So I, <laughs> I had absolutely no idea. I'd never been on a blog before. I've never Excellent. visited a blog before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I managed to hit all top ten in a, in a week. So that was that was. That's insane. Nice. So yeah. just just one more time. You were in. You were. Just tell me one more time, because that's blown my mind a little bit. Yeah. In so the world. Top ten design blogs. Apparently, I was on all ten. That's at the same kind of the same week. That makes my that makes me really happy. And didn't I hear something about the Pulitzer Prize or something? A Pulitzer, yeah, no, no, not that, but near as damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was, um, but we could maybe start the rumor. That, that'd be, that'd yeah, let's be, do that'd it. You heard it here first, Pure West yeah. Radio exclusive. <laughs> no, I got um, the, the first shared sketchbook got selected for the Jewel Drawing Prize. Ah, um, wonderful. Which, which is quite a prestigious drawing competition. Yeah. And it's now currently in the the shortlisted for the John Ruskin Prize up in the Holland Gallery in Manchester. So mm. that's currently on until I think mid September. That's amazing. So you can actually go and have a little mm. have a little nose through the first the first book. And it's beautiful as well. Well worth looking at. Oh, thank you very much. So other than the shed project, other than drawing things in your granddad's shed, what else do you do, Lee? Um well it differs daily. I've got absolutely no routine whatsoever but mm. um, as a general illustrator it's kind of quite long and social hours. Um, but so today I'm I, today I'm working on a wine label for a a startup company in the Napa Valley, which is <laughs> as which, you do, as you do. <laughs> um, uh, so that was that was this morning, and then we went from well, I was mixing the grape and the grain. So this <laughs> afternoon I was doing um, a, a logo for um, a startup brewery in Australia. Yeah, and then I just before I came here I was sharpening hatchets for um, I teach green woodworking and I make wooden spoons so that's and they're of, beautiful as well so I thought well, thank you very much so that's kind of that's just a standard day standard in day. the life of a general illustrator and someone who's struggling to keep Santander at bay <laughs> so that's what? and on that note Lee yeah. on the uh, note of Santander let's talk about right so the music menu my new feature for the show I've asked you to choose your five favourite songs couldn't, couldn't do it couldn't no? Do it. no couldn't do it couldn't do it far too stressful so how many did you pick Lee um, I picked ten ten just double D- just, just, just double just it. double it For, yeah it was the most stressful thing I've had to do um, I'd, I'd put it above buying a house in public speaking <laughs> um, uh, yeah couldn't, I couldn't do it it's really I hard isn't it? it like I set yeah. this task and then I thought about it I thought I actually wouldn't be able to do no. it myself so I'm just having a bit of fun but you've got ten luckily for you we've got a two hour show so we can work our way through Right, which is the first one? Number one, top, Num- top of the pops, Number which one? Th- my top of the pops, I think, at the moment is um, a song called Letters Home by Dan Bettridge. Yeah. Um, and it's lovely because Dan's, um, Dan's a friend of mine. We, I've done some artwork for him, and he's an amazing singer-songwriter from, uh, originally from uh, Ogmore by Sea. Mm-hmm. Um, his, his music is absolutely delightful, and he's a delightful guy. Yeah. Um, and, and, and this song is about just kind of making making your folks proud oh. and, I, and, I, and I think for me that's quite um, that's quite an important thing quite poignant yeah for sure and, 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 I, and I kind of rang him uh, just to say like you know what exactly what is that song about yeah and he, and he went yep yeah, that's it <laughs> <laughs> nothing, no, nothing abstract it's about yeah. kind of it is what it says on the it, tin yeah it is and it's an absolutely delightful little Gorgeous. song should we have a little listen yes please brilliant
Absolutely effortless, isn't it? Isn't it just what a fantastic song? Yeah, and he's he's uh, he's, he's starting to mix booms now after some um, incredible tuition from myself. <laughs> yeah, so he's uh, he's finally doing yeah. it. Good. Now listen, we've got ten songs. Well, nine songs left. You have to decide what's number two. I know it's difficult. You've got to choose. I, one. I, this, I can't cope with the stress, to be honest. <laughs> I should have wore something that doesn't show the sweat patches. I could, this, is, this is too much. This is supposed um, to be funny. Uh, no, it's oh, right. Um, okay, I, I think I'll go with um, my my karaoke alter ego, Johnny Cash, yes. uh, boy named Sue. Excellent choice. Well, my daddy left home when I was three, and he didn't leave much to Ma and me. Just this old guitar and an empty bottle of booze. Now, I don't blame him because he run and hid, but the meanest thing that he ever did was before he left, he went and named me Sue. Well, he must have thought that it was quite a joke, and it got a lot of laughs from a lots of folks. Seems I had to fight my whole life through. Some gal would giggle and I'd get red And some guy'd laugh and I'd bust his head I'll tell you, life ain't easy for a boy named Sue 
Well, I grew up quick and I grew up mean. My fists got hard, my wits got keen. Roamed from town to town to hide my shame. But I made me a vow to the moon and stars. I'd search the honky tonks and bars and kill that man that gave me that awful name. Well, it was Gatlinburg in mid-July, and I'd just hit town and my throat was dry. I thought I'd stop and have myself a groove. At an old saloon on a street of mud, there at a table, dealing stud, sat the dirty mangy dog that named me Sue. Well, I knew that snake was my own sweet dad from a worn-out picture that my mother'd had, and I knew that scar on his cheek and his evil eye. He was big and bent and gray and old, and I looked at him and my blood ran cold, and I said, My name is Sue. How do you do? Well, I hit him hard right between the eyes, and he went down. But to my surprise, come up with a knife and cut off a piece of my ear. But I busted a chair right across his teeth, and we crashed through the wall and into the street, kicking and a gouging in the mud and the blood and the beard. I tell you, I fought tougher men, but I really can't remember when he kicked like a mule and he bit like a crocodile. I heard him laugh and then I heard him cuss and he went for his gun. I pulled mine first. He stood there looking at me and I saw him smile. He said, "Son, this world is rough and if a man's gonna make it, he's gotta be tough." And I know I wouldn't be there to help you along. So I give you that name and I said goodbye. I knew you'd have to get tough or die, and it's that name that helped to make you strong. Yeah. Said, now you just fought one hell of a fight, and I know you hate me, and you got the right to kill me now, and I wouldn't blame you if you do. But you ought to thank me before I die for the gravel in your guts and the spit in your eye, 'cause I'm the that named you Sue. Yeah, what could I do? What could I do? I got all choked up and I threw down my gun. Called him a pawn, he called me a son, and I come away with a different point of view. And I think about him now and then, every time I try and every time I win. And if I ever have a son, I think I'm gonna name him Bill or George, anything but Sue. I still think. Johnny Cash, tell me everything. Tell me everything. Why did you choose that one? Oh, who doesn't love that one? Who doesn't love it? Um, I don't know. I used to. It sounds a bit weird, but I quite like um, songs that have got a bit of fighting in it. Yeah. No, <laughs> you're right. You know. It's bizarre. And, yeah. and, and just like the the, the the story, and I think it was either that or Kenny Rogers' Coward of the County, <laughs> which is. Yeah, because I used to be a little bit of a tinker on the rugby field. So I like, oh, I don't I, believe it for a second, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, Not I, at all. I like a sneaky little scrap, but that was in my <laughs> very, in very, very younger days. Yeah, yeah quite. Yeah. Very, respect, very respectful right now. Yes. Yeah. So um, what's coming up next? Number three, what, what have you chosen? This, this has changed places three times. <laughs> and initially, this band was on my top ten twice. Yeah. Um, but I think we're going to have to go with Corduroy by Pearl Jam. Ah, oh, fantastic.
real jam there. Oh my goodness. Take me back. Take me back, Lee. Take me back. Well, it's just university surf trips and camping. That's, yeah, that's literally all we need to know, it, isn't it? it? Right, yeah. next no one then. No more. <laughs> um, oh. This has changed twice as well, even just, even just the order. Yeah. Um, what do you say? It was like uh, going out for food and there's so many things on the menu and then you, you procrastinate for like half an hour. And then the waitress shows waitress up. Waitress comes, you panic and choose something that... And order something you don't even like. Yeah, and something wasn't even like cards. <laughs> but, um, right, this one is soup by uh, Blind Melon. Perfect, let's do it. The clothesline of cold eyes washing away the face before Now tell me what's wrong You see everyone's gone You gotta do your best to decorate this dying day This dying day A blind melon there. That was totally new. I've got to be honest. I've never oh, heard good. that before. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. So tell me, tell me all about Blind Melon. Well, the, the Soup was their sort of title second album, and and the, and the song Soup was actually cut from the second album. 
and the, the album was called Soup. The, the album was called Soup, but they, but they they didn't feel that the song was strong enough. Oh, uh, and it's I one of my favourites. Yeah, it's but gorgeous. It, but it, it 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 appeared then on the um, the kind of best of. Or, or, or maybe like a B-sides and rarities mm, mm. Um, after the lead singer Shannon Hoon died. Mm. Um, but I, I don't know, for me, it's kind of like, as, as a maker, the, the things that often go kind of unseen, yeah. all the kind of behind the scenes stuff and the, loads and loads of work that goes into something, mm. you know, that looks mm. quite simple and effortless. But, but it's, it's the process behind it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, so it's all about the stuff that kind of goes unseen, I think, yeah. for me, that one. Beautiful, beautiful. Right, so ne- next, which one? I've forgotten what number we're on now, to be honest oh, with you, but God, you've got I to choose one. I think, um, I think I've got uh, somebody closer by um, James Maple. James Maple. <laughs> yeah, by, by, by James Maple. And, and, and this for me, this is the uh, like the very start of the Shed project. Really? Yeah. So um, Dan Betridge introduced me to James' music. Yeah. Um, so there's a nice little link there. But mm. for, yeah, but for me, this is just the, this is the start of the Shed project when things started getting a bit exciting. Somebody said I was supposed to call on somebody closer. Don't go calling on Jesus Christ. Well, I was born in the summer sun. I ain't never bothered anyone. Oh, looks like my mama raised me right.
I wasn't ready for that, Lee. That was gorgeous. <laughs> that was not lovely. Gorgeous. Absolutely, Absolutely gorgeous. Lovely. Right. We've got to keep moving because I can't let you think for too long. So what's next? Um, there's, yeah, we've got a bit of a recurring kind of folky country theme. Mm. Um, I do listen to other stuff, I promise. Yeah, just not, but, not um, your favourite, though. I know. Yeah, I keep going back. You know, I, listen, I listen to a lot of um, sort of country and folk stuff growing up. So I think yeah. obviously that's kind of... Nature, it's in the psyche, of course yeah. it is, yeah, it's in your psyche. Um, but it, this, this is um, the, the Ballad of Edward Abbey right. by a guy called Tom, Tom Russell. So I've never heard of Tom Russell, and I've never heard of the Ballad of Edward Abbey. Am I in for a treat? I hope so. I hope so too. Yeah. Should we have a listen? Yeah. T'was in the town of Tucson in 1983. A man named Edward Abbey come a-walking up to me He pulled his seagull from his mouth, said, I smell lawyers here The politician running dogs, they crawled away in fear Sing a do right do sing a do right do Ed walked across the desert at least a thousand times. He spoke with javelinas, slept neath pinon pines. And if he saw a billboard there, Ed chopped that bastard down. Said if a man can't piss in his own front yard, he's living too close to town. Sing a do right do, sing a do right day. Lord, I wish Edward Abbey were walking around today. Ed had a taste for women, in fact, he married quite a few. He said, I fall in love, boys, but I'm only passing through. You know I like them all, boys, and some more than the rest. I've tried my hand at monogamy, now I'm off to save the West. Sing a do right do, sing a do right day. It died one day at sundown in his Tucson riding shack. They wrapped him in a sleeping bag and drove him way out back. Beneath the wild saguaro, the coyotes chewed Ed's bones. And on a hidden marker was no comment carved in stone. Sing a do right do, sing a do right day. Yeah, I wish Edward Abbey were walking round today. Now I'm living in the desert, but the towns are closing in. Those cracker box developments, Ed would call a sin. We stole this land from the Mexican and now we'll sell it back. And they'll live like mortgage prisoners 
in those goddamn housing tracks. Tell me who votes for the mountain lion. Tell me who votes for the fox. Who votes for the spotted owl who hides there in the rocks? I wish that Ed would come again with a chainsaw in his hand and carve on up those housing tracks and take on back the land. Sing a do right do, sing a do right do. Yeah, I wish Edward Abbey. Wow, that was gorgeous, Lee. Oh, uh, yeah. This 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 one's had a very profound influence on my life. Yeah. In in, in particular, um, buying houses. All right. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know whether I don't know whether you you picked up on it. There's um, I think possibly the best single line of any song I've ever heard yeah is if if a, if a man can piss in his own front yard he's living too close to town <laughs> so every every, every 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 house that I that I looked at I kind of yeah. I thought can, can I have a wee outside without anybody seeing me can I have a little tinkle yeah and yeah so and unfortunately I can so yeah so yeah so that's so that's coming up right there we are right let me just have a little fiddle around with this um Lemonheads is um Lemonheads. It's potentially disappeared off the system. So you are joking. I'm not even joking. So can you choose just another one and I'll fix it? I'll fix it. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Um, let's have a look. Have old, a, old Man by Neil, Neil Young. Neil Young. That it, that's the tune. Let's do it. Like a coin that won't get tossed. Roll. 